Welcome to Pure Gasmic Love Podcast with Dragonfly. Hmm, that's me. Join me for intimate conversations surrounding various topics relating to relationships, sex, and holistic wellness. A sex-positive space for mature audiences only. On today's episode of Pure Gasmic Love Podcast, I'll introduce you to an option you may not be aware is out there in the world to enhance your masturbation, explain what I experienced the first time I engaged in it, and give you a new way to express pleasure for yourself to enhance every moment of your self-sex going forward. Stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Sliquid Natural Intimate Products. You know something? I love lube. And of course, not the toxic chemicals that come with most of them. I want to last longer. So I choose Sliquid Organics. Feeling free to play with no worries ever. Because what they leave out is the best part. So you can thank us later. Make sure to use coupon code DRAGONFLY for an extra 10% off your order on us. Enjoy. Announcing the announcements. What do we have to announce? Hmm. We are getting ready to announce. <laughs> announce, announce, announce. We're getting ready to announce our naughty schedule. We are heading there in July with naughty events. Naughty and Nolans. If you haven't checked it out, head over to puregasmiclove.com forward slash naughty and see what it's all about. If you haven't gotten your tickets, it's not too late. We have a link for you right there. We make it super simple. And I can't wait to announce what I am offering. So hopefully we'll ha- we will have that up and ready for your sexy eyes soon. I hope you join us. It's an amazing, pleasure-filled, educational, experiential time. (sighs) As you know, moving my body to music and feeling that energy is super important to me. And I use it on the regular. So on Spotify, today's song is by Keith Sweat. And yeah, last time I had an oldie but a goodie as well. Uh, I must be in an old school <laughs> feel. So I'm going to bring this one to you. And it's called Feel So Good. Oh, I still love Key Sweat. And what I want you to do when you're listening to this song, I use this a little bit differently. Keith Sweat obviously is talking about getting sexy and making his partner feel so good. However, I thought it was super fitting because what I've been doing with this song is I've been singing it to myself when I'm moving and touching and enjoying. I'm singing it to myself. So it's from me to me, not from someone else. Not someone else enticing and sexing me, but it's me enticing and sexing me. So here, check this out. Oh. 
Oh, so imagine dancing around, singing that to yourself, maybe even standing in front of the mirror, singing it to yourself, doing you. (laughs) So I hope you can take that song and do the same thing for yourself. Enjoy some Keith Sweat, making you sweat. So head on over to Spotify, Pure Gasmic Love Podcast playlist and a follow because every episode I pick a song and I add it to that playlist. Not all of them you're going to feel inside and move and groove to, and some you are going to find to be your favorites. Enjoy. Do you love what you hear? Yes. Hmm. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. In doing so, you too are helping others listen connect, and discover more pleasure for their life. So you need to expand your skills. Improve at running, dancing, and cooking. You name it, and there is something to help you with your game and learn. Building a better, more skilled foundation for your relationships and sex life are really no different. This even goes for the erotic self-pleasuring aspect of your life. Yes, there is something developed to support you in this area. There's lots of things developed actually to support you in this area. To enhance and receive more from the time you do take to nurture this side of yourself. That erotic self-pleasuring side, your masturbation. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So what exactly am I speaking about? Well, it's part of sexological bodywork where I support you in erotic mindfulness. This mindfulness may be different than you're used to. I know it was for me, especially the first time I did it. (laughs) Especially the first time I did it. Just like everything, there's a first time. And a lot of times, that first time can be a little uncomfortable, right? So, What I'm meaning by when I did it is not meaning that I was taught how and facilitated it for someone else's pleasure or benefit, but this was for me. I was receiving the benefits from stepping into this foreign, totally unknown way of helping myself. What I'm talking about today is officially called Mindful Masturbation Coaching. I know, I know, I know. Wow, really, Dragonfly? Is there really something that can help me expand my erotic self-pleasure ritual? Yes, yes, there is, my love. Why not have someone trained in offering advice on how to enhance it, on how to enhance that pleasure ritual of yours that you're doing by yourself? Because we have lots of coaches for lots of things. Why not a sex coach? relationship coach, orgasm coach, tantric coach, and erotic skills coach, which are all me. And there's other people uh, finding their way in this world to become a person to guide you through these things. We all offer life-changing guidance and practices to enhance you for a lifetime. And that's specifically what I was stepping into here. Enhancing myself for a lifetime. I'm super proud to say that I am both a student and colleague of Joseph Kramer. He is the creator of Mindful Masturbation Coaching. 
He's also the creator of Sexological Bodywork. He's an amazing human doing some amazing things to help us all walk through this world with more pleasure in our lives. This process of mindful masturbation coaching is to enhance yourself through someone educated to offer this and has come from many hours of research with health educators, psychotherapists, tantra teachers, sex monks, and from academics and marathon masturbators to sex workers. He really dug in with these participants that were identifying as homosexual, bisexual, heterosexual, omnisexual, fluid, and other. A lot of amazing humans put a lot of mind and body power to create this. So it's pretty significant in the shifts that it can make for you. Mindful masturbation coaching was something I stepped into for myself that I never, trust me, never thought would be a part of my journey. I didn't even know it existed. You know, I went to school not knowing everything, just like you go to a practitioner because you don't know everything and you may not know everything that you're going to dig into. And sometimes it feels a little uneasy. I didn't realize how most of us, uh, you and me, are walking around erotically malnourished, seeking crucial nourishment for ourselves. There is a need. And I didn't realize I was one of those too. More now than ever possibly, we're walking around in this world needing something like that. So for me, all this came about in school. Remember, I had no idea it existed. I definitely didn't know I would be erotically self-pleasuring in front of another student or my teachers. Really (laughs) didn't understand the full capacity of what this might look like for myself in school. But I want to take a moment and pause to remember and reflect on my experience. And I'm going to use my practitioner and I'm going to shorten his name to R my paired partner for this exercise. Hmm. So I want to give you a little perspective about what this looked like for myself. And I really want to sit in this for a second and remember this. Because a lot of times when we do that, it brings up a lot of feels for us and reignites things in us and helps us unpack things for ourselves. So when we started this, um, I was paired with R. We connected and I was allowed to choose where the space to engage in with him is going to be. Um, R set the time boundaries and we went over some cues and the intentions for our session. I remember being so nervous, like so nervous. And it's not like I just met this human. I had met this human um, once before and not a whole lot of time spent with them. But when we're going over the questions and the intentions for the session, I started becoming more and more comfortable. Um, one of them was me being fully present in what I was doing and not performing. I remember him saying, be in you. Don't perform for me. And what we actually realize is this is something that comes up for a lot of us, which can be programmed action to slide right into if this happens to be the type of sex for you long term is performance sex. You're going to slide right into that. And that's there's a lot more on that. And we will do that in another episode because it's super important. 
are was kind, patient, and encouraging. And he held me with the safety and love in his eyes, watching. And as something maybe coming up in you right now going, oh, that's a little weird. Mm, Yeah, it felt a little weird at first. It really did. But it made me feel comfortable. I could his his kindness, his patience, everything that he was in that moment was supporting me and supporting my session. He didn't interrupt me with comments or questions. He allowed me to do me, which is exactly what I was supposed to be doing. At the end of the time session, remember, time boundaries, he let me know it was over. And then he invited me to speak about my experience. Hmm. Words can be hard sometimes. And I had to take a moment and sit with everything that I had just experienced, including what it felt like to be watched. Now, We may have been in situations before where somebody has been in the same room with us. We have been watched, but this was a little bit different. And so it was a little bit different for me too. Being intimate with myself was something that I would do alone. It was never something that I was really, you know, mutual masturbation at this point of my life. It had happened, but it wasn't like a regular thing. I really needed to expand my erotic intelligence to really understand what that could do for me and help me in my life. Um, so I needed to kind of take a moment to sit there and, and feel into myself to be able to express what it was like to be watched in this, in this specific way. And it was real opening to me. It was really, really opening to me. So that was something I wanted to touch on a little bit. He was listening, um, intently the whole time without commenting, which also made me feel comfortable and making no positive or negative comments about it. It was me being with me. It was, me having my experience fully and him being just the witness. Another time I had a session with R, I requested encouragement and healing words to be spoken instead. Um, words that were created by R and me set in place before the start of the session. Uh, essentially, words are spoken from his mouth that help heal wounding in me from someone in my life that I would have really loved to have heard these words from, that I'm not going to hear these words from, because maybe it was something that was early in my childhood. But we formulated the words for my body to hear to start healing some of that wounding. Uh, I said I was nervous. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know. If that sums it up and reflecting on how nervous I was, I was embarrassed and self-conscious and so many things came flooding into my whole system at that moment. I now know what all that was about, 
but then I really had no concept idea. I was remember in school, still learning about these things, still unpacking my own stuff. Um, I actually didn't want to do this exercise at all, especially the first time. Like it really had a lot of resistance. That resistance monster was, was, was raring, you know, this person's going to judge you. They're going to do this. Like, it's not okay to be doing like all of the things came up, but I am so, so, so grateful that I did do it and very thankful that it wasn't just once. (sighs) Take a breath. Wow. (laughs) Just a big wow. Um, You know, with remembering all of this, I needed a little help with my journals. So I did go back through and reflect on those journals when I knew that this was a topic I wanted to talk about. And it was interesting how I want to add in here too, that I didn't use to journal in my earlier years. I wasn't a, oh, let me get a diary. And I know I tried it, but I tried a few times and then stopped and didn't continue doing it. So later on in my life with all of this is when I really started journaling and, and I really didn't know fully what I was going to get from that either until uh, prepping for this and going back and reviewing and, and looking at just how much has shifted in me for my life with the guidance and stepping into these things. So R, I want to tell you, thank you. Thank you so very much for being my partner and, and guiding me through this experience and helping me become a better masturbation coach. So thank you. In today's world of masturbation, it's not the simple fact that we all need to be doing it for the benefits it holds. You know, a lot of us know the a lot of the benefits. And, and I'm also going to get into that at a later time as well. But we need to be having conversations about it to normalize it and encourage it. Even the people that say they don't, when you get them behind closed doors, they tell you they do. There's a lot of shame that comes up. There's a lot of things that we need to be having conversations We need this perspective. We need to know that it's okay to be doing and we need to normalize it and we need to encourage it by having these conversations. This perspective is a hundred percent, hundred percent true for me and what I believe. And one of the reasons I do what I do, having the conversations, having the hard conversation, being open with my own sexuality and having the hard conversations, (laughs) my love. This mindful masturbation coaching is an option that I chose and if chosen can rewire and enhance your erotic self-pleasuring sessions for a lifetime. So I believe that is a conversation we could all be having, especially after we have some of these sessions, after we step into this for ourselves, have the conversations to open people's minds about it because masturbation is about the experience of it, right? Understanding it in its completeness for you, unpacking the issues surrounding it for ourselves and enhancing it in every way possible with the options available. So that's why these conversations are important. 
an aspect that you might not have connected this to for yourself as well is not only a way to increase your pleasure in the bedroom or in the couch or on the table or on the floor, wherever you want to do it, but it is a way to walk through this world more connected, satisfied, and happy with your life. I know you may either not be ready or or have the means to engage in sessions like this right now. But I still want you to have something that will bring awareness and transformation to your erotic self-pleasuring moments. And I hope those moments are more regular than not. So I'm going to give you an orgasmic meditation I give to my clients and I also do for myself. This OM was developed by Eric Francis and is part of a collection of OMs that sexological body workers have access to to support and enhance ourselves and use to support our sessions and student clients to create more for them. This specific OM is called In the Mirror. It supports masturbation, erotic self-pleasure, solo sex, self-sex, whatever you want to call call it, whatever your chosen words are, it's the act of making love to yourself. It involves the simple yet profound act of masturbating in front of a mirror. (laughs) I know, right? Or, ooh, maybe super exciting. One of the most powerful memes or repeated messages of both religion and advertising is... You are incomplete and you need another person. So very early in life, we are cast off from ourselves and embark on an endless quest to find the perfect partner. And in turn, it turns out that that it's pretty hopeless search for most people when we're in that programming, when we're running that for ourselves. We're wrought with endless pain and loss which ferments into resentment and hatred, you will only find someone outside of yourself once you have found you deep within yourself. Our culture pushes the idea of monogamy, but we forget that mono means one. You are the one. You? Yep, you. (laughs) Me? We are the ones. We are the mono. Mere masturbation is confrontation with your essential self, your uncluttered beauty, and your most real sexuality (laughs) in all its rawness, in all its beauty. This is the basic exercise in authentic self-expression. It may seem shameful at first, and you may be repulsed by the idea right now. You may think, why would I want to do that? or immediately conclude that it's stupid or disgusting. You may feel a shot of fear course through your body. Perhaps the fear that you'll get caught or someone else will know. Hmm. Yep. Or you may be thrilled, totally thrilled at the prospect of such an adventure. You know, all our programming comes up in us. So I want you to take a second and sit with whatever is coming up with you. Are you super excited about this possibility of doing this for yourself? Are you super scared like I was at the possibility? Thinking it's wrong. It's shameful. I should do this. 
Masturbation is about being your own lover. A mere masturbation is very direct and obvious way of experience, experience, ah, hard word today, (laughs) experiencing this for yourself. It is, it is essentially you looking into your own lover's eyes. You are the lover. Hmm. So, I'm going to share something with you. This was something uh, Maria wrote. As soon as I start touching me, this face changes. My friend Maria wrote to me yesterday. There's my lover looking at me. It is the all. I feel myself being very soft, feeling what I feel slowly, deep. No pressure, no force, no fear. Nothing but listening and watching. And I know I'm in love with my soul, my eyes, my face, the warmth of my body. I am becoming my own lover. I have found my way back home. (laughs) Mm. How beautiful is that? How beautiful of an experience that is. Just sit with that for a second. No pressure, no force, no fear. Nothing but listening and watching. And I know I'm in love with my soul, my eyes, my face, the warmth of my body. I'm becoming my own lover. I have found my way back home. Hmm. (sighs) So beautiful. The fact that so many people are repulsed or would never dare to talk or think about masturbating passionately and lovingly in front of a mirror is an indication of its power. The veil is shame. Shame is powerful. It's also a door where you feel embarrassment. You are holding back energy. Shame is the map to your strength. Definitely can be in any aspect of sexuality. The stronger the shame, the more pleasure and power it conceals. Hmm. I'm going to say that again. In any aspect of sexuality, the stronger the shame the more pleasure and power it conceals for you. Sexual shame conceals a deeper shame of being alive. Often a great well of guilt is, uh, is actually showing up as a little guilt. But often it's much deeper. And I, ex- and I suggest <laughs> you explore this possibility. Really dig into it for yourself. Go through the door and find out what is on the other side of that. If you have any lingering traces of resistance or guilt around your existence, here's where you'll uncover them. In front of that mirror. And where you're hmm, likely to let them go. In front of your mirror. 
people suffering from self-hatred in the form of body image issues, like not being good looking enough, feeling overweight or underweight, awkward or otherwise unsexy, whatever unsexy means to you, you know, that's probably the programming you've been told. Uh, What is that? You are likely to resist the most strongly and by no coincidence, find the most incredible relief and healing in that space. We are taught that our self-image is something we put on, that we put on ourselves. I would propose it's something that is far better taken off. All the bullshit loaded on us by religion, advertising, and ex-lovers about how ugly we are can drop off like silk. You'll feel better for doing this. Your life will change. Okay. So here's what you need to do this specific OM. You'll need two mirrors, a little one to get close up and look at what your genitals and face look like in a state of ecstasy and a larger one for the full body view. You get to turn it into an artistic experience of seeing how beautiful your genitals really are. And I know there's a lot of messaging, whether you have a vulva or a penis, there's a lot of messaging around our genitals. Another episode. (laughs) A larger mirror is best floor length and better if it's wide enough to see your feet. You want to see your whole body. You need to be close enough to make clear eye contact with yourself. I suggest something that touches the floor and can be angled. Then sit on the floor where you have room to spread out. And honestly, any mirror will do, but these are the ideal suggestions. I also encourage you to put down and make your space comfortable for yourself. Make it like your little nest. The idea is not to just see what you look like masturbating, but rather to see what you look like feeling what you're feeling and to witness the beauty of this. Stay with you. Remain aware. Remember, our directed me to be in me. Do me. At the times masturbating in front of mirrors, I have barely recognized the side of my own face and seen many expressions for the first time. No wonder, because it's not something that you do in front of the mirror all the time, maybe. These are not the faces I put on for the world most of the time. (laughs) I've had to get used to what I really look like in a state of openness and release rather than in personality mode. What you're presenting on the outside, the real rawness of you being in that mirror, the raw, real you. I've seen in my own eyes the expression of loneliness and sexual deprivation and watched it melt away as I drew closer to myself. In one experience, green spirals shot between my eyes and the reflection of my eyes as I went into my orgasm. Hmm. That sounds delicious, doesn't it? (sighs) I think it does. I suggest you watch yourself undress. Like, I want you to start this process from start to finish. Stand in front of the mirror fully clothed. Watch yourself undress. Undress yourself. Exploring the visual impression of your body. 
and witness your physical responses as you get turned on or get turned off in that moment. As you start getting turned on, watch as you explore your pleasure and dare to explore yourself a little bit deeper. Invite yourself to do it. As you witness, because you are your own witness in this moment, tune into the feeling of compassion for yourself. Remember how R held the kindness and the safety and the love in his eyes? Do that for yourself. There's a lot of passion and compassion, and this is where you will find it. Move into a safe space of total love and acceptance for yourself, like R was doing for me, holding that space for me. It's easy. Brush away the veils. See your beautiful self because you are. Feel your erotic self. Feel it. (laughs) Feel everything that your erotic being is. Then watch yourself, fuck yourself, taste yourself, scream in pleasure or whatever it is that turns you on. Remember, you're doing you and you are also being your own compassionate witness. Then I suggest you watch as you completely surrender to the full experience and your orgasm, looking directly in your eyes, in your blue, green, hazel, brown, deep chocolate, beautiful eyes. I know, I know, I know, I know. This is difficult at first for a lot of us. If you find that it is, keep practicing and you will get it. You will get it. It's all in the practice. I promise. It's all in the practice. The idea is to literally come into yourself. Fill your entire consciousness with yourself. Come, 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 come. Become and be free. These experiences will begin to make a lasting visual and emotional impression in your psyche, and you will start to see yourself differently and exist more comfortably and naturally. You will breathe more naturally within your own being. You will become more comfortable with change. Remember how I said before, you walk differently in the world. You have a happiness about you. You have a bounce. Ecstasy remains ecstasis or freedom from being stuck. (laughs) We need this desperately right now. I know a lot of us feel stuck right now. The world is, is ridiculous and we're all walking around it feeling a lot of different ways. So we do need this desperately. As you leave behind your guilt and shame about loving you, about pleasuring you, you will begin to let go of all other kinds of psychological resistances to who you are. You'll start to feel who you are specifically. Start to understand who you are is dot, dot, dot. Fill in the blank for yourself. Who you are is 
What is that for you? (laughs) I want you to discover that for yourself. It may not look exactly like somebody else, but that's what we're on this path to do is to find out who you are for you to make you happy. Something I really love is I love connecting with you and I love hearing how this podcast helps you, how this work in your life is going. Like, what is it bringing for you? So please feel free to contact me at podcast at puregasmiclove.com and let me know how this specific episode and this experiential practice has or is shifting something in you. I even have a new perspective for you about reaching out that I'm going to share. You can see it as journaling to support your path to more pleasure going forward. Again, journaling is one of the essential tools that I use with my clients and I use with myself now understanding how important it is, even in reflection and supporting ourselves going forward and making the shifts and the changes and celebrating ourselves for the changes that we've made and all that we are. So you can see reaching out as being a form of journaling. I'm going to write you dragonfly. I'm going to tell you everything that's going on and I'm going to send it to you. And I want you to know that that's private. And if I see something that would help somebody else, I won't use your name or write down the name you want me to use. And I will. I would love to hear from you. So remember, the choices you make, the programming you follow, and the relationships you engage in, and the sex you feel is yours. What are you choosing? What are you choosing? Are you choosing to sit in front of the mirror? Are you choosing to put up the resistance and not? Till next time, orgasmic breath, love, and hugs from my heart and genitals to yours. Thank you for listening. I do hope you enjoyed this episode of Pure Orgasmic Love Podcast, and I look forward to pleasing your ear holes in the next one. If you have a cue and want some perspective, email me at podcast at puregasmiclove.com. Want to discover even more? Slide on over to the website at puregasmiclove.com. Connect with you soon.